am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me. And I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. Going to walk with power, not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. I do want to speak, um, for lack just of a better word, that you are rejuvenated. I pray that you are not getting worn out. I pray that you are getting strengthened day by day. You're not getting tired because it's the end of the year. I just speak supernatural God's energy over you uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I no more get to the end of the year. I'm just worn out from the year. Well, actually, you were worn out in January. So what we want to do is just let's just declare it for God. Uh, never let wanting rob you of waiting. God's will is worth the wait. All right. I'll give you that. Amen. Right. It, it's worth the wait. But but wanting can rob you of waiting. And if you ever been with your kids and they want it, want it, want it, want it, you just take it. You know, that ain't a gift. That's just, that's a getaway from me. Um, and God doesn't do it that way. Because whenever you want something so much and you're unwilling to wait, number one, you may get it when you're not ready. Which means you don't know how to keep it. All right? And so when God is saying, if he's having you wait, he's preparing you to be able to handle what he's bringing. Say, if I'm incapable of handling it, like I, if I want, if I want greater, if I want greater of the anointing and, and it, let's say it weighs 500 pounds, but I only got a basket enough faith. He can't bring it to me because this will split. I think a lot of times we call for things that we are not foundationally strong enough to handle. And if he brings it to us right away, we'll start to crack like a pot. And so he doesn't do that. So in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13, it says, not that I speak in respect of want. Again, if we stop right there, you think about just that verse. Most times we can get into a place that we respect what we want more than what God's weight is. And when there's more respect to wanting something more than waiting on God, we can convince ourselves that God told us to have it right then. Have you ever people say, I prayed and this is what God said. Now you want it and that's what you heard. Right? You, you've heard them. I mean, they've done it. I prayed, this is what the Lord said. And then when that thing falls and crumbles, God, you said, no, you wanted it. And you did pray. You said somebody was without thought, right? He's able to do a ceiling abundant above all I could even ask or think. Right. So then I have to be mindful of the things of God, even when I go into prayer, because I'll go into prayer already with my mind made up. You didn't go into pray. You went in to complain about what you don't have. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be a base and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I am instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So what we put respect in, if we put our respect and want, we will ultimately put disrespect in waiting. If I want something so much, I'm going to disrespect the weight 
because I respect wanting it more than waiting on it. Right? And if the scriptures say, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, right? And so even if we get through this verse and he says, I know how to be a base, I know how to be a bound, I call verse 13 the tattoo scripture that people get tattooed on them. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things, but if you haven't learned to wait, you don't have any strength, right? Isaiah 40, 31 says, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. But if you don't know how to wait because all you know how to do is want, you can sit there and put that scripture on you all day, but because you're not waiting, you're not strong, Right. You got to know how to wait for it and wait on God and wait for God because he's building you to handle what you waited for. When you wait for it, you can appreciate it more. When you want for it, you're going to squander it. All right. And so we, we, we go and we push that because there's a level of cons- uh, conviction. Listen, the law of respect is to find something necessary, important and, tr- and a treasure and valuable. In order to be truly content, we must, process, we must possess the content in God's word. So like, God, why am I not happy with salvation? Because you haven't read all the content. And when you get the content of the word, right, they say pretext, post-text, put it in context. And I'll say intent put in content will put you in position to understand God. So what is the content of God's word when you pray? The Bible says you have not, you ask not, and you have not because you ask amiss. Right? You ask outside of the will of God. Right? And if somebody's wronged you and you're asking God to kill them, that's not God. Right? James and John said that to Jesus. They wouldn't listen to us, God, burn their house down. And Jesus said, I, didn't, I came to save the lost. Right? Not to kill them. And y'all know, I mean, I, I'm not y'all. y'all. Y'all are good Christians. Y'all didn't ever want people, listen, when people said, I don't believe in God, you, 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 you never said, God, strike the car, burn the car up right now. Make a wheel come off and just be a flame, just like a necklace. And God is not your circus animal. That does tricks for you. Right? Jump through the hoop for me, Jesus. And so one of the things we have to do is go back to, am I, do I know how to be a base? Do I know how to have what I have? And then when I get something, do I know how to get what I get? And here's the deal. If I'm not thankful for what I have, I'm not going to be thankful for what I get. And therefore... I'm going to respect always what I'm wanting rather than what I'm waiting on. Uh, Quit running your children down. Wait on God as he's ministering to them. Quit running your finances down. Wait on God while he brings it to you and you learn to be a good steward over what you have. If you don't know how to be a base, you're not going to know how to be a bound. Quit writing, I can do all things through Christ when you won't do the one thing Christ is asking you to do. If I say I can do all things but I'm not willing to wait on everything... That's why I end up with nothing. And it begins to be a presence of God. And and again, we love it. We love Philippians 4.30. Most people can quote it. But God brings you something and he says, here, let me tell you, I think it's more, I've seen it be more dangerous when people get what they prayed for than the people that don't, that have to wait for what they prayed for. And here's what I mean by that. Because when, when people get blessed, they run with it. Instead of walk and follow God with it. Because that's all they wanted and so they're out. Let me say it this way. You've had friends in your life 
that have hung around you just enough to get what they wanted, and then they were out. Right? They didn't wait on you like you waited on them. Right? And understand that wait is like a servant in a, a restaurant. And you guys ever had bad service? How many of y'all wanted to not pay the bill? You certainly didn't want to tip. Well, I guess you paid the bill. I, I love how some of y'all are like, I never thought about not paying a bill. I have. I remember one time I thought, like, if they take long enough, I'm going to crawl up on the table and act like I'm going to sleep because they took too long. How childish is that? Right? I, I've always thought that if they took so long to serve me, I would move all my stuff. This is so childish, I know. And get up there, just lay down. What's the matter, sir? Y'all ain't brought me no food. You won't ask me if I want water. I ain't got no utensils. I just may as well lay down. I passed out from hunger. It's the worst service ever. And I want everyone to see it that I'm disappointed. God said, I'd rather you show people that you can praise me when your food ain't there yet. I'd rather you tip that person that's doing the best that they can do, even if it's not in your favor. Do you know how to be a base? Do you know how to be a bound? Do you know the difference, right? And so part of it is where God says that. And in fact, Matthew 25 and, and where Matthew 25, 21 says this, that he was talking about the people with the talents. He says, if you know how to be good with what you have, I'll give you more. But if you don't know how to be good with what you have, why would I bring you more? The hail damage was not in respect of person here in Round Rock. It wiped out dealerships. Pastor Rita's car just got beat up. I mean, it was, I mean, it was sizable. It was sizable. Hell, it did not show respect of person. It went in and it stayed in. Again, take your car until it gets fixed and wash it even with the dents in it. Because I want something, but if you don't take care of what you have, which is something you prayed for previously, it is a now blessing from what you used to want before. But you waited on it, and it's now, now the blessing don't entertain you anymore. God don't bless us to entertain. He said he blessed us to be a blessing, Genesis 12, 2. We are blessed so we can go be a blessing. Listen to this. I'm going to jump down here. In John chapter 15, verse 4 through 7, says this. If you abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Everybody say, stay in Jesus. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Not little fruit. Much fruit. If we got things in our life that weakens and shrinks our fruit, that is not God's best for us. For without me, you can do nothing. And that's amazing, right? We know that. Without God, we can do nothing. My struggle is, with God, we're doing nothing. 
That's a struggle, right? If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Listen, I, I, like y'all know I love fruit, right? The, the place. Now, I don't know how to say the name right. The, the little market that's behind uh, Academy. Look, nobody wants to say that a lot. It's like saying Worcestershire sauce. Nobody wants to say it. But if you say it fast, nobody tells you to mispronounce it, right? Worcestershire sauce. But if you say Worcestershire, you're going to jack that up, right? It's a bad, it's a tough word. Anyway, that market, they got these huge mangoes, y'all. I found these mangoes are like this. They're massive. Good for y'all. See, I still didn't hear what y'all said. See, I thought you said Mr. Connor. So I didn't like, and that was Mr. Cotter, and that wasn't even Mr. Connor, but it, it's, that's not what you're saying, is it? Let me say it again. Slow down, Paula. Mucha. Micho. Micho, Micha. Yeah, Micho, Micho. I, I like Mucho. I like it. <laughs> that seemed like a lot of Connor. Okay, so anyway, anyway, they got these much fruits of mangoes. And I compared them to H-E-Bs, which they like this. This thing is like this. This the fruit of the heavens. This the fruit of I'll get to God when I can. So I went back in the middle of the week, and they only had two left. In fact, I walked right past, I didn't see it, only had two left. I grabbed both of them, walked out like this. Went back yesterday, grabbed six more. They're massive. You can't even put them in bags. When you want the fruit of God, you're going to go back to God each and every time. Muchacana. <laughs> to the rescue. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will. But if you disconnected, you're going to be asking what you want. There is a will to why you ask. Not a want. I, just, I don't want to walk around here and say I'm blessed so I can say I'm blessed. It was so crazy. And, and <laughs> do you know the, the, the relative of Martina that we've been praying for is in Tallahassee? That's what I said. In Tallahassee. I was right there. Anyway, I went there to go see these, these people. I had to go do this parent night there. And, and I went in there and they tell me, all the people that, 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 that uh, hire me out and, and the people that... that set up the stuff, say, Tori, do not let people video you. Do not let people video, because they don't want them showing it to all their friends. Then they don't need me to come back. They got the video, right? <laughs> they don't need to see it in person. But these people were hit by the, by the hurricane pretty tough. They just got an electricity, just got all their stuff, right? And I remember asking the guy, like, well, what did y'all do about electricity? Like, how did y'all survive that with no air conditioning? He said, we were glad to be able to be alive to complain about it. Right? He knew what side the bread was buttered on, right? Anyway, this father was there, and I was like right in front of him in the, in the deal. Like, we had hundreds of people showed up for this. They were cooking spaghetti that night, and hundreds of people showed up, and his father had his phone right in my face videoing me. And, and, and I felt like the presence of God going, He couldn't bring his kids. He wants to show this to him. Don't stop him. And so I, now I'll, I'll move around anyway. But I kind of stay right there because I wanted to make sure if he's taking it to his kids, I want to make sure he gets every word. 
Do not save your wisdom for one day. Give it to the people in front of you. Give it to them. I got a word from the Lord, but I can't share it yet. You ever been in those places? I got a word from the Lord. I'm going to hold on to it because I don't know if you're ready for it. Well, just keep it. You're right. I ain't ready for it. I don't ever want to hear it. You got to get all this. Get ready. I got to work out just to hear you say something God told you. I'll read my Bible. But that, that kind of happens. So the anointing is there. And so uh, waiting gives us an appetite for wanting. If you ever waited to eat, man, you had an appetite that made you overeat. But in the Bible, when you overeat, you want to eat some more. It's like Chinese food. Right? Chinese food, you eat it, hour later you hunger. What are they putting in there? I know I ate 80 pounds of noodles. What did they put in there? Then so then the gospel is like when you eat, you want more. You want more, okay? I only eat meat on Saturdays. I have to cut myself off. What time is it? Almost midnight? I mean, chicken fajitas up to 11.59. Because you want more. I want more of God. This ain't it. We're not done. There's more. There's more fruit that needs to be eaten. And so he says, I stay connected and you're going to want, you're going to stay growing. You're not going to die. It is only by union with him that any branch can bear fruit. Once the union is broken, the sap no longer flows and the fruit in that branch is no longer possible. Though the remains of the sap that lay in it may be enough to bear leaves and so far a time give semblance of life, that is the problem. It, we, got a, a, we got a form of godliness but no power. It's like if my arm is dislocated, it's still attached, but it's not functioning. I don't want to be an attached Christian. I want to be a functioning one. Right. I want to be one that works. I want to be one that 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 God can can say here. I want to use you. I want you to know that you are functioning in in the in the life. The enemy fights to separate us from anything with God because he knows we are going to become stagnant in our faith. And here's the thing, like like if you're with your wife, like your spouse, your spouse and, and, and you don't share gospel things with your spouse, start sharing gospel things with your spouse. If you share memes of cats riding a bicycle more than you share, just find a sermon too. Okay? But I was telling Pastor Rita, I shared this with her with Christine Kane had said something. I said, Pastor Rita, like Pastor Rita, I said, Rita, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And Christine Kane was talking about that God said out of 170 women in the Bible in Luke, he tells us only to remember one. And it was Lot's wife. Well, what do we know about Lot's wife? All we know is that she looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. Why am I remembering that? And she went off. She says, because Lot's wife was stuck between where she had come from and where she was going. And because she could not stay focused on where she was going. In fact, Luke 9, 62 said, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is even fit for the kingdom of God. He said, because she was stuck in where, where she had come from and, and couldn't look forward, she became a pillar of salt. She wasn't even done. She says, now think about it. We are called to be the salt of the earth. But if you get stuck in a hurt, an offense, you become crystallized. And you can't even season your future because you still corrupt from the past. 
This is what we say, man. We call you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I'm amazed at people say, I just miss, I miss dancing. I miss, I miss all these. Listen, salt up. I don't want to be a pillar. I want to be seasoned. Look, in, in these soup jars that I make, Emmett's, Emmett, first of all, Emmett's not well, okay? When, when, listen, he likes stuff real hot. When it's choking me to make it, yeah, oh, that's all right. <laughs> he adds stuff to it. He adds stuff to it, right? I don't season it perfectly the way he wants it. He has to add his own season. God has given you the measure of seasoning. You have to season your job. You have to season your relationship. You have to season your hopes and your dreams. No wonder they taste bland. You ain't putting nothing on them. He'll tell, oh, yeah, it's all right. I said, man, I put like 18 peppers in there. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. A little bit of sweat. I was choking. And Jar was another one. We were making those things with those dry peppers. And I'm over there like, ah. I, I want to be a believer like that that requires seasoning. That way I know I don't lose mine. When you look back, you become stagnant. And the thing that needs to taste better for others to receive, you can't give it because you're back here looking. You're not waiting, you're wanting. So I can't sit and just want and not know how to wait. They that wait upon the Lord. So renew my strength. Why do I feel so weak? Waiting. Waiting helps you. Waiting helps you get to the place that where you need to be. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 8 through 9. And I know I'm going quick, but I, I think you're getting it. He will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all from off all faces. And the rebuke of his people shall be he take away from off all the earth, for the Lord hath spoken it. And it shall be said that day, lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Now, right now, as unpopular as Christianity is right now, don't you go wanting everybody to like you that you give up on what the, what the Bible has said. Want will make you give up the standards of God instead of wait on God. Salvation is there. Shows up. He comes. He says that. The people said that they're facing it, and we're facing rebuke. We're facing it. Well, I just want people to like me. You need to wait on God, who is the one that loves you. See, because if you've got people in your life that won't celebrate your successes as much as God will, God will celebrate you waiting on him more than people wanting you there. And a lot of times people want you there so they can put you in their circus. Come prophesy. Come speak over me. Come do this. Dun, 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 dun. That music should play in your head. I'm the greatest show on town. On town. On earth. On town. Who talks like that? The greatest show on town. Move Chicana. 
They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So again, when you pray, then wait. The Bible says when you don't understand, then stand. You believe. You stay there. Bound yourself to the weight. Right? Get so weighted that nothing can move you. Right? We're familiar with weighted. Right? I waited, I waited, I waited. I'm not going to move. You ever stood in line for so long? And even though you think, well, I should just leave, but you've been there too long to just go. In, 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 I can't even say it no more. The other line seemed to be moving faster. You ever been like that? You store the other line look like it's moving faster, but you know if you move, you're going to get behind. And God is saying, just stay with me. That turtle beat that rabbit. I don't like saying tortoise in the hair when you're hairless. That don't make sense to me. <laughs> that doesn't go. The reward of waiting will far outweigh the regret of wanting. And you want to make sure that I waited on God and I didn't just go jump out and get what I wanted. Because if I get what I want, I'm not going to appreciate it. But if I, if I get what I waited for, it's going to be a blessing to me. I'm going to want to take care of it. You know, as I held those four, I had six gigantic mangoes in line. This lady unloaded a basket with so much stuff in it, I thought, my goodness. But there was three here and three here. And I was looking at the other line, but I thought, if I start moving, these things could roll right out of my arms. I'm going to have to stay right here. Listen, instead of trying to go get better, stay with what God has called you to stay with. Steps are ordered by the Lord. I can't imagine what Lot's wife is thinking what, when God showed her all the steps she was capable of, but she got frozen in her past. So that's one of the driving forces for me as a, as a speaker, as a preacher, and then speaker out there that, uh, I believe it's Les Brown that says, what about you not stepping into your gift and your ministry or your calling or your, whatever God's told you to do, but to be on your bedside and you're taking, about to take your last breath and all the people that God had anointed you to go and speak and reach to stands around your bed and say, we was waiting on you. We was waiting on you for our lives to be better. Why didn't it happen? God is about the ending, and we must wait through the chapters of life to live in the fullness of his ending. All right? I have to be careful about that because that's another sermon. Amen? All right. You guys bow your heads. Let's pray. Y'all did good. Y'all got some good listening, waited upon ears. Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name. For every person that has the sentence, by now, God, I thought I would be whatever. By now, I thought I'd be healed. By now, I thought I'd be blessed. By now, I thought I'd be financially breakthrough. By now, I thought my kids would have returned. By now, I thought, by now, by now, by now, Father, I pray for the anointing of God to strengthen them, to wait upon the Lord. I pray, Father God, to know how to be a base and to know how to be a bound, that in everything, to be content that my God is the one handling it. Lord, if you've called us to the other side, let us believe the call of the other side more than the storm that's in the way. I receive it with us, Lord God. 
I pray for each and every one of my brothers and sisters. I speak over their body, not just only their spiritual body, but their physical body to be healthy, healed, and whole to walk in this strength. I come against headaches and attacks. And Father God, that there's a comfort and a peace over the body of Christ that surpass all understanding. Father, we receive it and we believe it. Strengthen our weight right now. No matter how long, strengthen us to wait. And Father God, let us expose wanting. We expose it over our children that they will expose wanting and learn how to wait upon the Lord. And they'll be stronger and stronger, stronger for it. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen.